Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are oh so close to Decision Day in part one of the season finale of Married at First Sight. Guys, this is a special episode. I am taking your calls, talking to you right here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh yeah, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday, baby. You know what that means. It means it's Married at First Sight time. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for coming right back here to AfterBuzz. I am your host, Mike Field. I'm doing solo tonight, but your girl, Lanisha, is with us in the chat. I see her there right now. I hope you're doing fantastic, my friend. We miss you right here in the studio. And, of course, I'm never alone because I have with me, he's not camera ready, as producer Ryan normally is. But today we have, of course, producer Jonathan. Woo! Yeah, I'm not camera ready. That's okay. <laughs> what is up, man? How you doing? Not much. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for introducing me. All day, man. Every every time. Guys, All we're right. so close to the end of this season. I'm going to be dead honest with you. You know, you know the format of our show. I'm going to talk super quick tonight about the episode. I mean real quick. And then we're going to really fast right after that. I want to get into you guys. We've got a phone number. We're not exactly a radio station, okay? We're toying around with this idea a little bit. I've got one number. It's one at a time. We're going to give it out. Whoever calls in first gets to come through and talk to me. When you hang up, we're going to put the number back up. The next person just call in. So if you don't get through or you get a busy signal on the first time, don't give up. I want to talk to you guys because, honestly, guys, this episode was nothing, right? This is a big fluff piece episode except for the uh, Matt kind of cheating realization, which we already knew. The entire season they've teased us with uh, Amber's dude Raven. That's so Raven. So Raven to tell on somebody. That's, that's just so Raven. Um, him coming out with the news that Matt was with another girl. Other than that, it's really just a puff episode, right? Because we just rehash all of their problems and it just kind of highlights the issues that are going on with each one of their relationships right before decision day. So in that spirit, let's just go down it right now. Deanna and Greg, we've been saying the entire time, this is our best couple, right? A number one, uh, basically the whole thing is she doesn't, she isn't comfortable saying her feelings very much. So she's a little bit stagnant in saying her feelings, and he wants more. Who cares? That's easily overcomable. We don't really care about that couple. They're like solid, solid gold. Beth and Jamie. The problems are obvious. Jamie is insensitive, and he's been rude to Beth in the past. We've seen it when they did the racing cars. We've seen it multiple different times. Elizabeth is... Kind of a, she's a fiery redhead. She flies off the handle. She's very emotional. She can be hot, cold, and Jamie has some weird thing that she's not sexual enough. I think that's a really weird criticism. Of course, we don't know how much they're doing it, but he's saying they should be having sex every day. That sounds like a lot. I mean, good on you if you're out there doing that. Sounds a little bit overblown. And a little bit too high of an expectation, especially in a brand new relationship. But there's their conflict. Keith and Iris, as your girl Kimberly Mayfield in the chat said right before we started this. uh, Yeah, surprise, surprise. Iris is still a virgin. They obviously haven't consummated the marriage. Guys, I believe we talked about this last week 
or was I? Was I not here last week, Jonathan? I don't, I don't know what day is up. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last week was Lanisha. Well, okay. So here's the thing, and I think we talked about it. I'm, I, pardon me. I think we talked about it. The episode I was on previously with Lanisha. They are completely at their point in their relationship where somebody who you're just dating, let alone married, but someone you're actually dating, you would probably have had sex at this point. Where it's seven and a half weeks, that's a bunch of dates, they're living together, oh, Amy's ready. You guys are ready to call in, I'm really excited. But it seems like a normal, healthy relationship, they probably would have had sex already, so this is obviously going to be eaten at Keith, and of course, Iris is full steam ahead, like she wants to stay together, no problem. And then, of course, we have Matt and Amber. We know their obvious flaws. Amber is pretty much 100% in. Matt, we know it doesn't seem like he's really into the relationship. We don't think marriage is actually what he wants. And now we know that he potentially has been canoodling with another woman, right? That's Raven spilled the beans. He saw Matt out at a bar. When he was at a bar, what were you doing at the bar, Raven? He was at the bar hanging out. Matt was with another girl, and it seemed romantic. We can't be sure. Who knows? But that's just what it seemed like. Real quick, I see you guys in the chat. Amy, Lanisha, of course, Lanisha, our co-host. G, see you who's always. JN, Amy, it's Ray Ray. It's Ray Ray says, did anyone else read the interview Iris did when she spoke about how they edited the quarter article? She actually said... She almost died. How they edited, I don't think you mean quarter article. Edited what? Quads? What did they do where she almost died? Let us know. Kimberly says, Jamie couldn't pick up a girl on his own, so he had to uh, resort to having someone find him. Jamie is an odd duck. Jamie, to me, every time they talked, they had that little dinner. By the way, anybody uh, else notice the amazing flatware that Jamie and Elizabeth had at their dinner. It looked like it was actually hand blacksmith. I used to blacksmith when I was younger with my uncle, and that looked like it was hand blacksmith. I was very impressed. Jamie, with this monotone voice, you couldn't tell us if he, is he excited? Is he upset? Is he actually interested in having her? I don't know, man. That whole thing is really, really confusing. And um, other than that, I don't know. That's essentially what this entire episode was. We rehashed everything that these couples have been through the entire time, and we got no new insight, I thought. I didn't think we got any new insight except for Matt possibly being out with some other girl, right? Oh, swallowed the quarter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so sorry. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> the quarter article, got it. She almost died. Okay, I guess maybe she was choking or something. Uh, still doesn't seem like it would be your deepest secret or even something that you would need to keep secret from anybody. That was a really, really strange, uh, really, really strange story and thing. Guys, like, that's it. Let's have some fun. I'm posted in the chat right now. Okay, so when you call in, you're going to let us know your name and where you're calling from and then just what you want to talk about. Like, let's riff on these couples. I want to hear from you guys who you think is staying together, who you think is breaking apart. I'm putting in the chat right now. We are opening it up. Here we go. All bets are off right now. (laughs) Producer Jonathan and I both put the phone number in the chat. Call us up. And like I said, whatever you guys want to talk about, whatever, obviously, Married at First Sight, and please don't curse, please don't curse, please don't curse. Don't want to get demonetized on YouTube. So don't curse and get me in trouble. Uh, But let us know what you think about the couples, whatever specific couple you want to talk about, and then let us know if you think they are staying together. If I need to go around right now, Kimberly, you're not going to call in? Why not? I want to know what you want to think. Honestly, guys, I think if I had to put money on it right now, Greg and Deanna are the only couple staying together. I think they are the only couple staying together because other than that, who do you like? 
Matt now has kind of cheated on Amber already, or if not, it's at least in her mind. And we know he's gone out and, and like not come home, hanging out at his friends and things like that. Like, that's just not healthy. He doesn't seem into it whatsoever. He hasn't seen, oh my gosh, we got our first caller already. Jonathan, my patch right. in? Uh, yeah, they're on right now. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Adrienne. Adrienne, how you doing? Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola, Florida. Woo, Pensacola. Love it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. What What do you think about these crazy couples? Um, one, I have to tell you, I really do like um, your commentary for the show. Thank you. Um, I think um, that Jamie and Elizabeth, I do think they'll try to stick it out. They might even last for a few years. Okay. But if they don't participate in counseling, I think they're going to struggle. It's that on and off, um, like hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold, right? It's a, it's a weird dynamic. And it's very unhealthy. Exactly. You know, and I think for Jamie, him coming on the show was probably the best thing for him. So people can call him out on his BS. Right. Because... That's really, really unhealthy. You think it's going to be like and, looking uh, in a mirror? Like he'll, he'll maybe he'll be able to see and, and get some good self reflection afterwards. Yeah, because even if they don't last, I think it'll help him on his other relationship. Yeah. Um, Deanna and Greg, I think they'll be successful. I heard that Deanna is pregnant. Where'd you get that? She has not been on uh, Married at First Sight Unfiltered. Oh. They haven't been on at all. Okay, and so that's so, why they're hiding it. Yeah, so that's, you know, that's street talk or whatever. <laughs> um, Keith and Iris, yeah. I think they're going to stay together. One, um, i just be honest, I'm not really a big fan of Keith. Okay. And I'm so glad I get to say this, like, out loud. Yeah. He doesn't fly. I'm sorry. I know Iris is annoying. I get it. I understand everybody's annoyed by her being a virgin. But Keith doesn't try at all. Right. Like, if this was, like, 10, 20 years ago, a guy would be excited to have a virgin in his bed. He doesn't try at all. Right. And for me, he kind of, he's kind of lame. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then give us Matt and Amber. What do you think? Matt and Amber, um, Amber just needs to be with Raven. I, I don't know what Matt's going through. Um, I don't even know if his family knows he's on a show. I don't think he's trying to get famous or anything. I think he's just trying to pay some bills. But uh, that's about it. I think he's. I think he's in some quarter life crisis kind of mode where the basketball stuff's not working out, and he has no family yeah. or girlfriend, so he's looking for something else. And I think he got. I honestly think he got a few weeks into this and was like, oh, this is not, I don't want this. This was wrong. Yeah. And he's kind of trying to course correct as he goes. So I don't know. Thank you so much for being our first caller. No problem. Thank you, Mike. Hell yeah, you rock. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. All right, we're tossing the number back up. We're looking for you next, people, to call in. This is amazing. Jonathan, it's already working. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> so I just want to address one thing she said real quick. I'm not actually annoyed at Iris's virginity. I think some of the stuff she does is annoying, for sure. But not just the fact that she's um, 
For anybody who's joining us late, Deirdre in the chat, thank you so much. That's a really good point. Anybody joining us late, tonight is a call-in show because not a lot happened during the episode. So we are taking your calls. I'm talking to you guys live. Anything you guys want to talk about, Married at First Sight, this particular crew right here. And then I want to know if you guys think that they're staying together. Please call in. We're doing it one at a time. So we do have one more on the line. Do you want to go ahead and bring them up? Absolutely, I do. All right. Caller, you're on the line. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Who's this? Oh, this is G. Rochelle Alexander. I'm calling from uh, Columbia, Mississippi. What's up, G? How you doing? I am happy and excited, but, you know, this uh, episode, it was a kind of buffer, but I think it was a pretty good episode as far as my favorite is definitely Greg and Deanna. Okay. I know it seems kind of boring, but... I'm someone who loves love, so, you know. <laughs> well, that's part of why you're watching the show, that. right? Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that they're going to make it. I think that, um, you know, obviously we know they're going to make it. Uh, as far as Keith and Iris, I think that if Keith decides to stay with Iris, then she will feel comfortable enough to give up her virginity. You th- do you think you think she's waiting for that decision day, and then after that, she's going to go for it? Is that what you think? Yes, I think that she may be waiting to that. But as far um, as the caller before me said, I think that Keith needs to just step up because mm. I feel like he's just being too reserved. And I think that if he actually put forth the e- put forth the effort and kind of tries to, you know. Make her make her feel like she wants to, you know, go ahead and give up her her virginity to him. He's just kind of being uh, on the defense about it, and I think if he would approach it a different way, she may be uh, more than willing. I know what you're talking about. I think that's a slippery slope, though, right? Because if you push too hard, then you're just going to completely turn her off and scare her off and and turn her away. And but I get what you're saying too. If you're not at all for it, and you know, if you're not the one, if he's not the one pushing the issue a little bit, then she might just stay in that comfort zone and float right along. Yeah, that's a yeah. That's a. I mean, it's it's a tough situation either way. But I, of course, I hope that they make it. Now, the other two, let's talk about Jamie yeah. and Elizabeth. Yeah, I think they're different. Um, especially since he said that. She's not a sexual being, and it seems like that's all he wants from her. Right. See him trying to make the effort to try to, like, he said to take the sex off the table to build their relationship, but then he keeps bringing it up all the time, so I just feel like they should just go ahead and just split. He brings it up all the time, and I when I was watching tonight's episode, I literally made a note and said nothing is going to turn her off for sex more than him constantly asking for and then analyzing why she doesn't give it. It's like that's the biggest turnoff there is maybe. Right. I agree. What do you think about Matt and Amber? They just need to just go their separate ways. And Matt and Amber? Oh, Matt and Amber, oh, they were doing from the beginning when they didn't come home. I mean, you might as well just start off with the bestie and have have the best life ever. G, you said it better than I ever could. Thank you so much for calling us up. Okay, thanks. You got it. See ya. Guys, I mean, G is exactly right. They were doomed from the beginning. Matt and Amber haven't had a chance for a while. Guys, we're tossing the phone number back in the chat. Once again, the line is open. 
Call us up. Also, just to let you know, we yes. got someone else. You ready oh, for them? Of course oh, I'm ready. No, I'm going to talk to everybody. They just dropped out. Oh, call us right back. Whoever would just call oh. to call us right back. There they are. Here we go. All right, caller, you're on the line. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello? 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 Yeah? Hey, what's going Hello? on? Who's this? This is Deirdre Ricketts. Deirdre! I'm right now. What's up, Deirdre? I want to talk to Mike. Um, it's me. Mike? It's me. You're talking to me. This is Mike? Yeah. From Mike Taylor on TV? It is. You know what? Mute mute the feed so you don't hear the YouTube and just talk to me because it's a little delay. Okay. Okay, well, long-time listener, first-time caller. I wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good first time, first time accepting the calls, so I'm, I'm right here with you. You Haven't you uh, – you watch some other shows that I do, don't you? No, this is the only one, but by oh. the way, I love you in the specs. You should wear your glasses more often Why, thank I you. absolutely love it. I appreciate that very much. Thank you so much. I'm, I know you're a long-time fan. We see you in the chat all the time. Tell me what you think about this gang of folks. Okay, first of all, I'm not even talking about Amber and Matt. Next, all right, forget okay, it. Next time. You got it. My time. Sure. Okay, what if Greg and Deanna, I love them. I love him for her, but I'm not too sure I love her for him. Okay. Like, if he were my son, I would say, I don't know if she can really open up. Um, I, I don't mind her having walls up because I think that's smart. You guard your heart and you slowly build trust. And I know this is a, an accelerated process. Right. But I don't uh, I like her tone. Sometimes she sometimes comes off as sarcastic or disrespectful or belittling to him, and that's what my hesitation with her is. Do you think Not she her walls, but her tone? Do you think she does that sometimes to see? I think Greg can be somewhat of a passive person. Do you think she kind of jabs him in there to try to get him to be a little bit more alpha, to step up a little bit more? Yes. Yeah. You notice, like when they were bowling and she was, uh, he was trash talking. She liked that. She found that attractive. Right. When he he kind of manned up to her, that was so attractive to him, her. And then during her birthday, when she saw his manliness with the friends, she found that extremely attractive. So yep. yes, I think she needs that. Good point, Mike. Good what, point. What do you think about Elizabeth and Jamie? Uh, you know, they can't live with each other. They can't live without each other. That's I it. think they're like a good couple. <laughs> they're a good uh, couple oddly. just because of that. <laughs> you know, they, they, I mean, that kind of crazy, they need each other. No other people will be able to handle that kind of crazy. Uh, people say that about my wife and I. Yep, thank God. <laughs> thank God we found Your each other. wife is cute. You're watching you on social media. Your wife is a cutie patootie. Oh, my thank you. She's probably listening, so she thanks you too. That's amazing. <laughs> Appreciate that. She loves the uh, she she has her own side fans even though she's not a host whatsoever. What um uh, let's round it out and Keith and Iris. What do you where are you standing on the whole virginity thing? That's obviously uh, the I, only thing with them. Okay, like I totally respect and admire Iris in this day and age sure. in our sexual society that she still has her virginity. Yep. I love it, but I really do believe what Doctor Viviana said a couple of episodes ago is that I think she hides behind it. Mm-hmm. I think she uses that as a way to protect herself from Keith. And I think Keith is trying not to, he's so busy trying not to be offensive to her that he's become docile. And it's not that he's not trying because that one month anniversary, that was trying. Right. You know, when they had that little outing. Right. You know, when he gave her that heart, he's trying, but he's also not trying to be pushy. And I think it's coming across wrong. 
and he's really doubting her sexual maturity, not so much her the sexual maturity and in terms of the lack of sex that she's had, but even her ability to talk right. about sex and to be intimate with her. And she doesn't understand that that's a big turnoff for him. So when he said, when she asked him, is my virginity a concern? And she, he says, yes. What he's really saying is like, your lack of sexual maturity, not the number of men that you haven't slept with, but your inability to connect with me and be vulnerable with me is my main concern. Yeah. Especially with that stupid quarter story. <laughs> well, a lot of people are agreeing with you in the chat, and I do as well. I think you're exactly right. She is, it's a very high school or even pre-high school kind of vibe of she can't, she can't, say the word lick without giggling or like, you know, uh, squeamish and uh, whatever. It's, you know, if you're going to, if you want to take the step and get married, you have to be an adult about these things into physical intimacy, sexual intimacy. It is more than just actual intercourse. And if she's not going to be comfortable doing that, I mean, how long can an actual relationship last like that? Right. Then it's not really a relationship. It's not a relationship. You're you're on today. You are I'm on, on today. <laughs> and by the way, we we missed you. We missed you. I miss you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Sometimes you know, hey, life happens. <laughs> but I'm hey, here today, I and I'm here next week. Vacation. You de- you deserve your rest. So no oh. no problem here. But oh, I just thank you. We did miss you, sir. Well, I miss you guys, and I appreciate you participating in our first call-in show. We're gonna do this again next week. So you call me back next week. All right. Bye, Mike. I love you. I love you, too. No Bye. Harassment attended. No <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care. Guys, we're tossing it back up. This is going way better than I ever expected, Producer Jonathan. As he ignores me. Oh, no. Guys- <laughs> I, I just hit the wrong mute button. <laughs> yes, it's going really well. It's awesome. I love you guys. Thank you so much. We got the the lines are open. Somebody else call me up and, and sound off on these guys. Yeah, I... Iris, I wonder, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to ask, but somebody tell me what you think. Iris using her virginity as a crutch or as a shield, is it that she's scared to go deeper into a relationship with Keith? Even if she sees Keith as an actual great partner, you know, is she scared of fully committing? Is she not actually ready? Is that why she's kind of using it as a blocker? Because if she just maintains that, you know, barrier of virginity, then perhaps nobody can get through and she doesn't actually have to commit and she can still say, you know, not so serious. Well, we might have someone who could talk about that. Okay. Another caller on the line. Let's go. Tell me who you are and where you're calling from. (laughs) Hi, um, I'm Adrian. Adrian, what's up? You're kind of our second Adrian of the day. (laughs) How are you doing? Yay. I'm not, I'm not Adrian Johnson. Um, I'm Adrian R. Hello. How are you doing? Where are you calling us from? Um, I'm calling you guys from San Francisco Bay Area, California. Awesome. Northern Cal, Northern Cal. Cool, cool. What do you think about uh, our ridiculousness here of Married at First Sight, these four? Oh, my God. This has been such a crazy season. I've watched Married at First Sight ever since um, season one, and I just feel like um, this is definitely the most engaged I've been in this season in a really long time. Why do you think that is? I, I think it's because um, all of this. Like my sister wants to say hi. Bye, Mike. <laughs> hi, sister. <laughs> Mike, how you doing? Mute that. Just say hi. Mute that. Do you hi, guys, Mike. Hi. How you doing? What's your name? Hi, I'm Monica. I've been watching like this whole season. Oh, you, you guys are. Things. Do y'all watch together? 
Yes. I love it. That's fantastic. Wait, so you guys got to like sound off here. Let Adrian sound off and then you come on. What, um, what do yeah. you, go ahead. What do you tell us? You've been, we guys have been really invested in this season more so than other. How come? I think that for me, I'll talk first. So it's Adrian talking. I think that I've been more invested in this season because I think that like, even though some of the couples are like on and off with each other, they all do have this sense of like interest and commitment with each other okay. versus I feel like for the last couple of seasons, there's just been people who I feel like have not been really like fully invested. Like I remember there's been some couples who haven't finished the experiment, some couples who clearly shouldn't have finished the experiment. <laughs> this season has just felt like a lot more smoother and engaging, I think. Would you, but can we at least agree that it seems like Matt isn't really ready for the experiment? Oh, Matt is definitely not okay. ready for the show. <laughs> I, I agree with what you were saying. Was I think it was either you or the caller that was saying that um, they feel like he was just, you know, having needed something to do. Oh, you said it. When the basketball funds dried up and, you know, he's not really getting along with his family. I just think that, you know, it's just really clear to us that he's not attracted to Amber. Mm. And I think he's really afraid to say that. But it's just, like, it's weird because we watched The Unfiltered before, you know, and obviously this is shot, like, after the show has ended. And it's just, like, he's just so much more, like, honest on there about how he just, like, finds her personality aggravating and, you know, she's just too clingy. But I also think, like, an issue I kind of have with Amber is I think that, like, she obviously doesn't deserve the treatment that he's giving her. Sure. But at the same time, like, she's not really honest with him either. Like, I get she doesn't like confrontation, but she's not really letting him know, like, how much pain she's in and how much this is, like, upsetting her. Like, something that bothered me was when the ex, like, when Dr. Pepper first came in. Yeah. After he'd been gone the first time. Like, when he was first gone for, like, over a day. And I remember she was like, oh, like, I hope you guys, like, he doesn't get in trouble or something like that. And I was like, what? Right. Like, girl, you better light him up. Like, why didn't you pull up on him? Like, right. Find out where he is. Like, get be on the inspector gadget stuff. Like, what are you doing? Amber. Like, Amber just, is too. Yeah. She's too into being married. Like, she wanted to be married. Yeah. Like, she's got these blinders on of making it work no matter what. Right. That's why she's giving him eight, nine, ten chances. When to all of us, yeah. you're saying, look, if you guys were just dating, this would have been, you know maybe one shot but you're definitely out of here at this point right absolutely i just feel like she's just giving him way too many chances and i feel like it's sad to see that i feel like she thinks that it's because of her like like oh like i need to change to fit what matt wants me to be when it's like no you need to turn around and date your best friend girl like raven is there (laughs) yeah yeah Maybe. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get the I, feeling Raven I, I, was I into it. Like her, but I, she's like not into him in that way, which is fine. I just feel like she's so into Matt, who was just like not giving her this like basic husband and wife attention. And it's like you have people right there that clearly like love and support you, but right. you're just so dedicated to this person because you do just want like, I think, to be married and yes. to make it work. I just, it is hard though to see her kind of get crushed. Like, each week like you can just kind of tell in her body language that she's just kind of mentally like checked out See, like i get that but the good thing about shows like this is i think we're yeah. all 100 percent that the two of them aren't going to work out she's going to have no problem after because she's got some notoriety yeah. right she's got a little bit of fame you got a little bit of insta followers and everybody knows she's yeah. really sweet she's very committed she's going to find some great guy 
Shall we throw to your sister yeah. and see what couple she's got to talk about? Not Matt and Amber. Some another couple. Your sister rant on. Oh my God, Jamie and Elizabeth. All right, let's oh go. God. Let's go. Go off, Monica. Here's oh my <laughs> Come God. Come on, Monica. And Jamie. At first, I really thought it was best just because of her personality was just so over all over the place and like right. just kind of gave like really wacko vibes. But then as I kept watching, you know, I just felt like Jamie was so kind of like narcissistic and like always like for some reason like anytime they have an argument it always revolves around sex and like it kept popping up over and over and over again and then him talking about how like they need to have sex like a certain amount of times each week right and how like five or six times like that's what was necessary for him or what he thought like constituted like a good relationship like that was just so like weird to me hang on let me like, give you, let me also- let me do devil's advocate do you think that's a hundred percent what's going on, or do you think it's being made a lot worse because of the editing? Like, do they have other issues they're arguing about, and the producers, the editors, are just like, "Ooh, sex!" Yeah, look, they're arguing about sex again. Let's just edit that package together. I'm not really a hundred percent sure. Mm. I do think that they have a strong bond, and like, they're both very, they seem, both seem very open and like very like intense and very passionate about their relationship. But at the same time, it's just like, like the whole argument where he was calling her like the C word and where he was talking about her being materialistic and everything. Like, yeah. you can't edit that stuff in. Yeah. Like, a lot of their arguments, like, True. they happen at night when the cameras aren't even there. Yeah. You know? There's secret uh, night vision spy cameras in their apartments that are really creepy. Versus, like, yeah. Kiana and Greg and, like, Heath and Iris, like, you've never seen any clips of them, like, besides, like, when production is already set up versus like, there's so many clips of, like, Matt and um, Amber and Jamie and Elizabeth, like, things that happened at night that occurred off camera. So right. it's, like, I feel that drama is actually occurring, like, in real time. You yeah. Know? Yeah, no, I agree. That's that. that a not sexual being. Oh, like when he was saying like, oh, like you're not a sexual being or whatever. But it's like literally like five days ago, weren't you saying that you needed to take sex off the table? That was just so weird to me. He's very, it's very like, focused on that. But and yet they were. I mean, if she hadn't been that time of the month, they would have been the first couple to have sex. And she, it, you know, exactly. she's naked all the time. It doesn't seem like. You know, he's got some odd expectation that to him she's not meeting, but I feel like he's not giving her like what she needs because if he did, I feel like it would be open season. Uh, He's just going about it completely wrong. Right. And like he doesn't even think about how like arguing with her, like saying certain things to her, like is a turn off. Completely. It's kind of just like, you know, when someone is arguing with you or just starting. I can't say that as we're starting crap with you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, what would what about that would make you want to have sex with them yeah. or be close to them in that moment? You absolutely know? right. That's absolutely right. And Ladies you said something on the unfiltered Go ahead. about how like if they don't have sex like at night, that he has to make sure that they have sex in the morning. And I was just like, What? So he's actually like counting up in his head like the amount of times that they have sex in the week and like that is just so like Weird and kind of creepy to me, to be honest. All, all of it is the like, way just from to... from an email perspective. It's all a way to guarantee that you get less sex <laughs> if you're doing everything that he's doing. Guys, we got to yeah. move on. Thank you both, you sisters, for calling in. We love yes. you. Thank you so, so much. much. You rock. Okay, bye. Bye. Guys, we're putting the number back on. Anybody who wants to call in, the line is back open. Thank you so much for participating. Everybody, oh my gosh. Producer Jonathan, we're doing this much more often. Guys. Yeah. 
it's so it's such a weird thing to be focused on within the first couple of months. And just like we said, Beth seems to be a very sexual being. She seems to be very open. I mean, she's in the bathtub naked the first couple episodes or whatever. You know, oh, here we go. Juju A. I'm going to read some comments if no one's calling in. Juju A. I think Jamie's just trying to get back at her for saying boring Caucasian sex. I mean, maybe, but... Doesn't that speak exactly to the issue? Beth came out and said the Caucasian sex line, right? Essentially saying that you are not, you're kind of boring. Wouldn't that be the perfect open door to say like, well, what can I do? Let's play. Let's explore. Let's do something. Jonathan, do we have another call already? We do. God, you guys are amazing. What's up? Let's go. All right. Caller, can you tell us who you are and where you're <laughs> calling from? Yes, this is Natasha, and I'm calling from Foxworth, Mississippi. Hey, Natasha from Mississippi. What's going on? How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm glad to be talking to you. Glad to be talking to everybody else. Tell me what you who do you want to talk about right now? Um, I guess we'll start with Greg and uh, Dion. Go ahead. What do you think? Um, I actually think that they're um, a good couple together. I honestly believe that the two of them will make it. Yep. Um, Deanna's actually making strides yeah. to um, open up and to let her guard down. Um, even though small strides, she's still making the effort. It's progress. Yeah, I think she's making more of an effort than anybody else in working on kind of the specific problems that they've identified in their relationship. Right. And then the other thing is, um, I noticed from even in the beginning with them being paired is their faith in God. So sure. their faith in God is what would propel them, you know, forward in the future. Absolutely. That's a really strong bond. What do you think about Matt um, and Amber? <laughs> Amber needs to run for her life. Run away, right? Get away. She needs to get away quick, fast, and in a hurry. Enough said. Um, Keith and Iris. I think, well... Matt, I think Matt has the ability to Sorry. be a good person. Okay, yeah. If he allows himself. Okay. Um, Keith and Iris, I honestly believe that they're making because um, even though there's some differences and there's the um, big issue with her virginity, um, they actually want it to work and they're actually trying. Okay. Um, and I agree with G. Michelle that I believe if they get past this eight-week hump, that it will actually she'll open up to him more. Um, is G your daughter? It's kind of hard to believe that she's laying beside him and he's not even, you know, trying. It may be that we don't see it. Is G your daughter? She is. Oh man, that's I don't know. Then your opinion is suspect. You guys just can't agree. No, I'm kidding. What do you? What do you? <laughs> I, I I hope so. Like I I what I fear for them is if decision day is this kind of test day, right? Where she's just. Okay, if she had it in her mind the whole time, I'm not going to sleep with him until after decision day. He's got to commit to me on decision day until I do that. That, to me, feels artificial. I don't think that's healthy for a relationship. And if that's literally the breaking point she was waiting for, could really hurt her because she might have an amazing relationship with Keith if she hadn't set this arbitrary thing. Um, and I think if she was going to do that, I don't discount what you guys say. I think you're actually correct. If she was going to do that, then I think she should have been honest about that. She said, look, I, I, this is who I am. I am a virgin, okay? And I just want to get this out of the way. 
sex is not on the table for us throughout this eight weeks. And now let's not talk about it again, ever again. Like, that's just it. That's just the decision. And I want to go and I want to go through it. Then we wouldn't have to hear about it over and over again. And it wouldn't be such an issue, you would think. And what do you think I about think, Beth and Jamie? I, this, Beth and Jamie is an interesting couple <laughs> next to Amber and Matt. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed even on tonight's episode, when things are going seemingly smooth, um, Jamie always come back with this negative uh, vibe. He says something slick out the mouth that upsets Beth. And then the smooth feeling that was going out, you back at rough seas. Um, they would need a lot of counseling. Do you think he's looking? It may work, maybe. This is weird. Do you think he's looking for a reason for it to fail, or do you think that's just kind of the person he is? He he has some negative energy, and he just keeps bringing up, you know, even no matter how good it is, he's going to find something to pick at. I think that's just the type person he is maybe something from past relationships or whatever so he may be somewhat afraid but his male ego won't allow him to admit it sure so he he has walls up yep makes sense makes sense well you and your daughter are in agreement so that's always good (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for watching us this whole season I really appreciate you calling in tonight okay you're welcome All right. we'll see you good night Guys, we're running out of time here, but this has been so successful. I want to keep going. The numbers back up. Call in, call in, because we only got about, oh, maybe producer Jonathan's going to let us stretch this. Maybe we got about 10 minutes left, so I want to get a few more callers. Forgive me if I, I rush you through the phone a little bit, because we want to let anybody else who wants to call in have a shot. So we might make you go a little bit faster than normal until we get a little bit more of the rhythm of this call-in stuff, right? But uh, it looks like you guys really love it, so let's just keep doing it. I... I I just like to go back to what Natasha just said because Greg and Deanna, for sure, you know, he's been solid the whole time. I think he's been very understanding. I love the point about their religion. That faith will definitely bind them together. It's something that they instantly have a connection on over other couples who perhaps don't and um, who. Producer Jonathan is uh, uh, distracting me from the side. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna, I no. was gonna add, give you a comment from from the chat. Please earlier. do, please so do. Adrian Johnson brought up a comment earlier that she said that the editing was really bad on the show. She wanted to ask if you could elaborate on the editing side of things. Yeah, no, I agree that that the editing is poor, and I don't want to kind of talk too badly about the show because we love the show, we love Lifetime. Um, I think they have a really tough job to do, and I would go back to last season with Steph and AJ. And if you guys, if someone wants to call in and, and yell at me without cursing, want to yell at me about me defending AJ, go for it. I think that how do we put this very politically correctly? Editors have a lot of power in television, a lot. For instance, Elizabeth and Jamie could have the most amazing relationship over eight weeks, and they fought three times about sex because they just weren't on the same page. But everything else in their relationship is fantastic. That can easily be edited to make it look horrific, right? Because one little thing happens and then we have the experts go in and then we just talk about it and harp on it and harp on it and harp on it. 
I do not think that that's the case for them because of him calling her terrible names and the stuff that we've seen. I'm just using that as an example of what could happen and what's possible. So, you know, I think the editing has seemed jumpy. I don't like especially promo editing where they drag stuff out forever. If anybody watched The Bachelor and you watched Colton and we waited eight years for him to jump the fence, that was just stupid. The way we saw Matt right in the beginning with Raven saying that he was basically cheating, you know, they just dragged that out just to get us to watch. I dislike that kind of stuff. Um, And I dislike when they, you know, they have to edit storylines. It's just... It's just the job that they have to do. So we have to understand that they've got to look for storylines in the show. But I don't like it when they, especially for a relationship show like this, when they edit out stuff that goes against the storyline. Because relationships are complex. Let's see more of all of it. You know what I mean? That, that's that's just what I think. I'm not sure. Guys, we got a few more minutes left. Somebody else call me up and talk to me. Please. I'm lonesome. Producer Jonathan is not doing a good co-host job. So, so one of you got to jump in right here. And talk to me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, but I love all you guys in the chat. Linda, G, of course, Tamika, Amy. Amy, you need to call. You know what? I'm calling you out. Amy, we call this phone number because Amy was with me every single day for Love Island. And so, Amy, you call this phone number right now and you say hi to me because you've been supporting us forever. And I do want to know if uh, A-M-M-Y is actually pronounced Amy or if I'm just completely butchering your name. Juju says, Mike, do you think the show would benefit for a less serious editing like last night's Matt Donald kiss? Yo, uh, Juju, I'm, I'm for it. The Matt Donald kiss, all the explosion animations and all the kind of fun like unicorns dumping around stuff, that would be really fun. I think that would be funny. I think that'd be interesting, something different to do. Um, but this show... You notice they don't do really that kind of editing on The Bachelor. They do it on Bachelor in Paradise because Bachelor in Paradise is a much fluffier show. It's not so serious as The Bachelor. And this show, especially on Lifetime, Lifetime, we know their movies, a little bit sappy, but they tend to be really serious. So I think they're just sticking with a real serious tone for this show. And I don't think they're going to do it. And I'm not sure that it would actually benefit. If they really want to stay on this serious kind of tone deal, I think they should probably just stick with exactly what it is. Is somebody else going to call us, Jonathan? It looks like nobody else Come is on, on their mind right now. I even, I even put it right to Amy Wee to give us a call. <laughs> That's all right, guys. Everybody who's called in so far has been amazing. I hope somebody else gives me a shout out before we got to go. But listen, let's just run through it again real quick. Oh, Poetic Just Joves says what happened with Matt tonight. Came out at the end that one of Amber's friends, her little best friend, was out at a bar and saw him with another girl that looked like it was a romantic thing. So, ooh, not really sure. That's what happened with Matt. So we're not sure. We didn't get his take on it or anything like that. So, you know, not sure what um, the resolution is going to be. We got to wait for next week. So I'm just going to run through it once again. Give you guys a chance. One more person to give me a call. Greg and Deanna consensus is pretty much they're good they're solid we're not worried about them whatsoever Matt and Amber the consensus is Amber needs to run (laughs) get away he doesn't seem like he's into it he hasn't been into it Keith and Iris okay we talked about it just before I'm going to talk about it again see you who's you're in every single one of my show as well see who's you can call right now because you're in every single show that I do and whoever else uh, I forget whoever else posted before that you watch every show that I'm on and after buzz give us a call right now somebody call me up if <laughs> if Iris is using Decision Day as 
a final stand of giving up her virginity. I think that's the wrong way to go about it. I think it's artificial and it doesn't work for a relationship. Either you you don't set some kind of limit. And Meg, you call in too, Meg. Meg, blue shift eyes. You were with us the entire Love Island too. You call me up. Okay, if they're using this as a kind of crutch, it's artificial, okay? So either you say at the very beginning, I'm a virgin and it's not up for grabs this entire eight weeks. I'm going through this whole process without the burden of sexual intercourse or anything like that. So it's just off the table. Or you say you're a virgin and we just leave it, okay? And let stuff go where it goes, Okay, but this artificial time limit, I think, is just silly, and it's not healthy, I think, for a relationship. And then finally, Elizabeth and Jamie. Everybody, including myself, you know, I'm negative on them. I don't think it's going to work, but I see the points that everybody made that they almost need each other. (laughs) It's kind of like opposites attract. It's opposites attract, Jonathan, but it seems unhealthy. It seems in an unhealthy way that, you know, if every couple days they're going to be fighting, that's not good for a relationship. No, that'll wear you down so quick. So quick, especially with sex, right? That is like one of the only things you're going to do with your husband and wife that you wouldn't do with anybody else. Unless. Go ahead. Unless if they're sadistic in that way. I mean, maybe, but it's it still doesn't mean it's healthy. Did you just toss a bunch more time up on the screen? I might have. What's up, guys? Look, producer Jonathan is giving you guys the opportunity. Give me a call. Even Lanisha, you give us a call if you're still in the chat and say hi to everybody because yeah, everybody come misses on, you. Lanisha. Anybody who wants to call up, once again, if you join us late, obviously you hurt some people, but it's open to everybody. The line is open right now. We're putting the phone number in the chat if you guys want to talk and have the final word on tonight's episode before we go. I just don't think that them constantly arguing, this is Elizabeth and Jamie, of course, is healthy, especially the way they handle it. And we haven't commented on that, actually. Oh, there's Lanisha. There's Lanisha. Lanisha, call in. Stop writing in the chat. Jamie calls names, is really mean, says crappy stuff, and let us not forget, he immediately goes to, we'll just get a divorce. And Elizabeth flies off the handle and she stays in her room and she doesn't go anywhere. All right. Is Lanisha calling in, Jonathan? I see a call. I don't know who's who calling is it. In, so I can't wait. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from? <laughs> oh, hey. I hear laughter. <laughs> who's this? Am. Am. You're in the chat all the time. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you so much for calling. You're going to be our final caller today, so no pressure or anything. But <laughs> what do you think about these crazy couples? Who do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Amber and Matt. All right, go. What do you think? I, Amber should just cut her losses and just be a... I think Amber and Kate need to have a show, a spinoff. Oh, the two of them dating? These guys get them dirty. No. Of them oh. having new love. Do you know how they have another... How they have the spinoff? Yes. Or the second chances or something like that? Right. They need to have a second chance. Yeah. They do. Okay, all right. <laughs> they do. Fair enough. I mean, Amber, Amber is obviously all in for a relationship, and she kind of got a dud. So uh, that I get your opinion on that. Tell me why Keith and Iris. Oh, Keith and Iris, I agree with you. I think that if that was her motive the entire time, she should have just told him, listen, this is what I am. I know you respect that, and let's just be friends and kind of make things work on our terms. Right. But if that was her intentions and she didn't tell him, I don't think he's going to kind of like that if that's what her thoughts were. Especially if you find that out after the fact, right? If that's what the whole time. Yeah. 
I mean, what what if it, what can you imagine if he had the same thing but in the opposite direction where he's saying if we don't have sex then I'm not going to say yes on decision day because I don't I don't really know. I don't really fully know what the relationship is and what if they mm-hmm. were both doing that to each other and they're both screwing each other up. That's messed up. <laughs> right? What do you think of, what do you think of Deanna and Greg? Are you on the are you on the D&G train? Yes, I am all the way. I mean, I think that even the things like they've been going through, they've been able to talk it through. Like she even said in the last episode that, you know, she knows that she tends to keep her guard up, but she's learning to bring them down. And I love that the sister even gave him encouragement. Like, you know what? Whatever you're doing, you're doing a good job. Because just to assure you, her walls are coming down. Right. You know, and he's trying new things. I'm just like. I see she feeling that. That see their relationship to me is like a normal relationship. There are a few things you know that are wrong, and they're really working through it. And just like you said, he's got support from the outside, from her family. Oh, she's changing, mm-hmm. letting walls down, and things like that. Obviously, it's an accelerated process, but they're still working through it, kind of at their pace. And I think you know we don't have to talk about them that much. They're fantastic. Right? Exactly. Everybody kind of like gets it. Normal human beings, right. just taking it as it goes. But. I mean, everyone's process is different, but in their situation, they're learning to like kind of go with the flow. Right. That's a good pace for them. Yeah. And so that's like that. There are the ideal couple that you want to see on all of the very different sites. But obviously, no one is always your thing. So what do you think? Go ahead. The the hotheads here. This is this is the last one. Elizabeth and Jamie. Oh, my God. (laughs) They're like perfect. They're the same exact person. Yeah, they're literally a victim type person. They don't know how to communicate. Yep. They don't know how to express themselves properly. And I think either they're going to cut their losses, or they're going to try to stick it out and then cut their losses. I mean, I, I don't think I am super hopeful for them. <laughs> yeah. So Based one on way or the other, see. it's not working out. Yeah. 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 That's too bad. Well, hey. It seems like everybody's on the same page. I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you watching us all the time because I see you in the chat all the time. You guys are awesome. This has been like my favorite show to watch with my boss. I'm going to give a shout out to Val. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Val. <laughs> what do you, what, that's your boss? Yeah. So we love to watch Night at First Sight together and then compare notes and kind of talk about it. But it's fun. You get to see people's relationship and see, you know, what works and what doesn't work and what you can learn from. Yeah. It's always a learning experience. That, I mean, oh my gosh. Producer Jonathan, could we have ended on a better note right there? Not at all. AM, you are amazing. Shout out to your boss. Give her a raise. She obviously deserves it. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Goodbye. <welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that is going to do it. What an amazing episode we had. All Because it's all of you. You know, we say every single week that you guys are our extended panel. I saw somebody put hashtag extended panel in the chat. It's completely true. It's all about you guys today. And Lanisha is going to be back next week. I'm going to be back next week. And you guys are going to be back next week because we are doing the exact same show next week. Once we find out the decisions, I want to hear more calls. We're going to do another call-in show. I want to hear what you guys thought about their decisions. Of course, in the meantime we're here at AfterBuzz. give us a subscription give me a big thumbs up if you like the call-in show if you want more call-in shows give us more thumbs up leave some comments i'd love hearing from you my name is mike feeling 
This is Producer Jonathan. Where can they follow you, Producer Jonathan? Oh, at jmolten87. That's what's up, guys. You can follow me everywhere at Mike Feeling. Until next week, this has been the most fun episode ever. I love you guys. Good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.